Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, I am so excited because we have a very special visitor tonight. This is my favorite time of year with the holiday season. And my favorite holiday, Christmas. I love Thanksgiving too, actually. I love all the holidays, really. But Christmas, of course, the pretty lights and it's such a beautiful time of year to remind us all of believing and love and peace and joy. And I don't know about you, but I've had kind of a like busy, chaotic, stressful week, which I'll tell you all about later. But right now, I'm going to introduce you with some great music as we await our special guest to call in. I can't wait. So excited. All right. So in the meantime, let me find a Christmas song for y'all. But I hope this brings lots of joy to each and every one of you. (laughs) So excited. All right. Here we go. But baby, it's cold outside. But baby, it's cold outside. Been hoping that you drop in. I'll hold your hands, they're just like I. Beautiful, what's your Listen to the fireplace roar. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Put some records on while I pour. Baby, it's bad out there. No cabs to be had out there. Your eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. Mind if I move in closer. What's the sense of hurting my pride? Baby, don't hold out. Baby, it's cold. Outside I simply must go Baby, it's cold outside The answer is no Baby, it's cold outside The welcome has been How lucky that you dropped in Look out the window At the storm Gosh, your lips look Waves upon the tropical shore. Gosh, your lips are delicious. Never such a blizzard before. But baby, you'd freeze out there. It's up to your knees out there. I thrill when you touch my hand. How can you do this thing to me? Think of my lifelong If you caught pneumonia and I I get over that old doubt, baby, it's cold, baby, it's cold outside. I hope y'all enjoyed that first holiday Christmas song. And we are still awaiting our special visitor tonight. As soon as we get him on air, then I'll uh, announce to remind you all the switchboard phone number. I don't really want to say it till I know. Um, let's see here. I have a special visitor online. We may have to call the special visitor our 
himself, as I know he is a very, very busy guy during the holiday season. Let's play another Christmas song. Maybe that'll draw him in to, to the show sooner than later. Give me just a moment here. Hang tight, y'all. So excited. All right. Here's another holiday song. Thank you so much for tuning in Coffee Talk with Shell. Excuse me, Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Oh, my goodness, trying to mix up my talk show name and my talk show motto all together in one there. All right, give me just a second. Hang tight. Can't wait for our special visitor to come on air. All right. So here is Christmas song number two as we await. Enjoy. And I'll tell you the song title, but I don't have all the song titles. A lot of them are labeled by number, so sorry. We'll be surprised together. <laughs> it's Christmas. Baby, please come home.
Well, as we await our special visitor, I know, again, I know he's got a lot on his plate. You'll understand why soon, because I want to surprise y'all with a special visitor here soon, shortly. And that is my dog, by the way, if you hear the background. Prescott, no scratchy. He's scratching his neck. Don't scratch, baby. So let me tell you about my week real quick. So I work a full-time job, thankfully, from home, but it's still kind of busy. You know, I work long days, work inside cells. So if you work cells, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But anyway, there's a big difference between inside cells and direct cells. But anyway, I love working inside cells, much respect to direct cells people as well. And I'm very thankful for my job. So thankful. I did not have Thanksgiving off because my company is headquartered in Canada, and I call U.S. and Canada campaigns. But anyway, long story short, um, I worked through Thanksgiving, haven't had a holiday yet, and and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, so I'm extremely thankful for my job. And uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, giving thanks, you know, we just had Thanksgiving. So uh, basically, the gist is why it's been kind of a little busier than normal for me lately, and it's all good. It's just really busy, kind of like, you know, when sometimes things just get so chaotic, you just feel like it's a whirlwind, like your head's just spinning. I've felt like that lately, <laughs> but uh, it'll it'll calm down sooner than later, I'm sure. But anyway, so what happened was I'm working full-time, got my full-time from home inside sales job, been with this particular company a couple of years now. It's all good. And um, so holidays coming up, and so sometimes they want us to work overtime and all that. Um, yeah, so I got a jury duty summons, though. So I ended up working 10-hour days just to get the 40 hours in Monday through Thursday so I could go to jury duty on Friday, and I happen to get selected. So, yes, I am a juror. All I can say is I am a juror on a criminal case. I can't go into detail. I can't talk anything about it. If you've served jury duty or or if you just know what I'm talking about, you know. I'm not allowed to talk about it at all. Uh, I mean, I can just tell you what I just said, and that's about it until it's all over with and done. So anyway, so I go back to the courthouse again tomorrow, and in between all that, I had just started <laughs> last weekend a holiday job. I think I mentioned on the podcast last week, uh, actually, that I love it. It's really fun. It's very busy, but it's really fun doing like 11, 12-hour days, Saturday and Sunday at the mall, helping Santa take photos with kids and adults too actually it's pretty cool I've seen I've met so many people I've met older couples that have gotten photos of Santa from little kids to families and just all ages all ages and a lot of them have themes not everyone but a lot of them have um, either holiday shirts or sweaters or dresses and some of them have like matching shirts or themes like we have a few comic book themes uh cowboys you know dallas cowboys themes because i'm a dfw area dallas forest area things like that it's really fun but it's really chaotic and you know of all times to get a jury duty summons when i normally have one job and right now i have two jobs it's kind of ironic now i i'll still admit this is better than being sequestered because three years ago I almost was sequestered for a month or more. So, and I lucked out that at that time, that particular case I can talk about because it's in the past now. And that particular case was a child kidnapping case. And the guy at the last minute decided to plead out for lesser uh, sentencing, lesser punishment. So we were, the jury, we were so lucky (laughs) that we were not sequestered. So luckily, at least I can come home at night, you know, and I have the well, I'm technically not off on the weekends, but today, unfortunately, I, I did kind of just, I guess everything just caught up to me and I wasn't feeling well. So I did call in sick, unfortunately, today. And I've been in bed almost all day, like just 
not feeling well, but um, I feel a little better now. I, you know, medicine and bed rest and all that. And my body is so achy still, but I think and hope it'll get better. Um, Thankfully, my full-time job is gracious enough to give us a holiday break. So that's kind of keeping me motivated. Like I can get through this. I can get through this, you know, these long days with jury duty and and, uh, 10 hour days because I have to work, you know, more long days once I return to work, (laughs) the full-time job after jury duty is over. And then, um, and then the holiday job, which those kids just melt my heart. I mean, it's all about those kids and, 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 and just Christmas and itself. And I just, I really do love the holiday job. I really do. And I apologize. We're still waiting on our special visitor. Hopefully he will call in soon. I may need to check on, on him. Uh Oh, give me just a moment here. All right. All right. So I'm sorry about that. Um, where did we go? All right. <laughs> Trying to toggle between switchboard and all. Make sure I don't miss his this, our special guest call tonight. I call it so only special visitor, too. Special guest, special visitor. Anyway, so that is why my week has been a little mm, chaotic. And I just feel like a lot of us could use cheering up because jury duty, you know, it's not fun. It's very serious. And it can be sad, too, honestly. Um, the things you see, the things you hear, it, it can be a little disheartening. And um, it's just, you know, you try it. You have to take emotion out of it, of course, as a juror. But in general, just, just even in the hallway alone, I'll just say, you know, for many different cases in courtrooms, in one, in one day alone, you see so much. Like, kudos to all those that are judges and lawyers. I don't know how you do it. You know, I really don't. I really don't. And all those long hours, oh, my gosh. <laughs> So I want to go ahead and play another Christmas song, and hopefully we'll get our special guest to call in. I may be trying to find his phone number and call him. But again, I know he's got a lot on his plate. No worries. Let's find another Christmas song for y'all in the meantime. Be right back. Rudolph. Rudolph. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw it You would even say it glows All of the other reindeer Used to laugh and call him names They never let poor Rudy Join in any reindeer game Then one foggy Christmas Eve Santa came to say Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then how the reindeer loved him as they shouted out with glee. Rudy, the red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. Rudolph, the Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph 
met your nose so bright Won't you guide mine sleigh tonight Then how the reindeer loved him As they shouted out with glee Rudy the red-beaked reindeer You'll go down in history y'all enjoyed that Rudolph the Reindeer. That's one of my favorites. Actually, that one in Frosty the Snowman. I love both those holiday songs and both of those um, animated shows. I love that, like, Christmas time. Those have been around a long time. I remember being a little kid at my grandparents' house in Waco and watching those holiday movies. But the one movie we'd always watch, uh, what is the name of that movie? It's, a, it's not exactly a holiday movie, but it, they always played around the holidays, The Sound of Music. I have lost count. Literally, my family and I would watch that. It would always come on TV, you know, before DVR, before cable, or special guest calling. So give me just a moment. Hang tight, special guest. Surprise, special guest. <laughs> All right. But um, yeah, so anyway, The Sound of Music, my family and I would see like 100 times because it always come on TV during Christmas time when I'd be in wake of visiting that side of this, my family where he still is. All right, here we go. I'm so excited to get our special guest on air. I'm going to introduce him and play the next Christmas song so I can give you all a chance to start calling in. All right. Are you there, Stana? Hello, Cheryl. How are you doing? I'm awesome now that you're here. Thank you so much. And we've got a very busy schedule. The reindeer and the elves and Mrs. Claus to take care of all the kids. I don't know how you do it. Oh, I manage. You know, you know. Once you have one Christmas, you've done them all. So it gets a little hectic. It's gonna really start getting hectic soon, close to Christmas. So you know. Santa gets tired, but, you know, when he gets around the ear, Santa gets bumped up for it. So, how are you doing, Michelle? I have been so busy, Santa. This has been one of the busiest weeks I've ever had, but it's all good. I'm still blessed and everything. I've just been a, I guess, what's the saying? I'm too blessed to be stressed, even though I want to say I'm stressed and it's been a little chaos, but I am too blessed to be stressed. But I'm working two jobs and I'm in between having jury duty. You know, I got selected as a juror on a criminal case and I can't talk anything else about that right now until the case is over. But I just want you to know, would you probably already know all this because you're Santa Claus right and you know it's a lot you know we should tell everyone that I'm actually working with you this year Santa you know I I love helping you take those pictures with kids at the mall this year oh yes it's going to be fun (laughs) you know those could be my little elf while you know the little kids want to take pictures with me so I'm so glad that you're helping me and oh by the way you know Santa knows a little bit about court cases you know you do you have the nerve? They thought that I wasn't the real Santa Claus. Remember Miracle Thirty Fourth Street? <laughs> wow, I do remember. That's crazy. How could they not think you're the real Saint Nick? <laughs> no, I just you know I don't know. I guess they didn't have the Christmas spirit at the time. But you know, magical things happen. You know. Oh, yes, indeed. Well, Santa, I'm going to play some Christmas music for you so I can let everyone know that you are willing to take calls from everyone now. So can you hang tight for a few minutes? Well, I can hang tight, yes. 
All right, awesome. I hope you enjoy the Christmas music while we wait for calls in between. Let's see here. Let me find a special song just for you, Santa. Oh, okay, girl. I believe, I believe, I believe in wishing well, and I also believe in a lot of things, things the daisy tells. I believe, I believe that a four-leaf clover brings lots of luck, lots of joy, lots of happiness. I believe those things. And when it's Christmas, I believe in Santa Claus. Why do I believe? I guess that I believe because I believe, I believe. I believe that dreams come true. If you wish for a dream by wishing well, don't tell the wish or you'll break the spell. It may sound naive, but that's what I believe. mention the phone number to y'all so if you want to call in and talk to Santa Claus <laughs> silly me forgot to mention the phone number sorry about that Santa the phone number is 323 <laughs> oh my goodness it's been a long week okay Erica 323-642-1556 again 323-642-1556 or you can just message me live on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC and I'll be more than happy to read your, your messages for Santa as well live tonight on air. Santa, how's it hanging over there? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay, Shell. Just just sitting here, just resting a little bit before I have to go back with the elves and stuff with the toys and so I'm doing okay. Oh, good, good. Awesome. Yeah, it's been really fun working uh, so close to, you know, with helping the kids get pictures with you. I've heard so many things. And you know what I noticed this year that most of the kids have been asking for when they talk to you is Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Yeah, type toy. Mickey and Minnie's kind of coming back in style, you know, so 
I'm thinking it's because Mickey Mouse had that birthday party on TV show. Remember that? Is that why? Well, you know, he's also turning 90 this year, so that could be it. You know, a little bit of nostalgia and stuff, and maybe some of these kids are getting introduced to Mickey and Minnie instead of, you know, all the technology and stuff, so it's kind of a good thing. I know. I I was just thinking about that earlier today, how how refreshing that is, too. I was pleasantly surprised to hear so many kids asking for Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse toys instead of advanced technology-type toys, you know, like video games and such. I know. That's such a hoot. It's really, really cool. All right. Well, hang tight for me because I, I, well, I have a couple of things. Can you... Can you give me, can you help me with a special message for our soldiers that are actually listening live while serving overseas right now? We've got Sergeant First Class John. Uh, he is in the chat room with me. And then we've got First Lieutenant Emmy, that's my dear friend, my sis. And they've gone through, you know, a lot of losses. And, and they're, just, they're just the most motivational people I've ever met and known. And I love them so much. And they're, they're, do so much for our country. Can you give them a special message for this Christmas Santa for me as they're listening live right now while overseas? Yes. To all the soldiers that are overseas and all the soldiers that are fighting for our country, from Santa, thank you very much for what you're doing. And Santa's watching you, and you are all good little boys and girls, and just keep doing what you're doing. Oh, man. And on that note, we're going to actually change it up, Santa, because there's this one song I always play. It's my song and dedication to them and all military and veterans and our loved ones, and I want to keep that tradition going. And it's a song by my favorite band ever, Michael Franti and Spearhead. You know, Mr. Franti and I are both reunited adoptees, by the way, Santa. So I want to play this song. So I know it's not a holiday song, but it's still a very special song. So hang tight, everyone. And again, I'll be watching for your calls. 323-642-1556. Santa loves all of you, and I do too, and we'd love to hear from you. And want to wish you all Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. So call in and say hello, and in the meantime, I'm going to play this song, my song of dedication to my soldier friends, Screaming Eagles and, and Emmy and all of you. I love y'all. I miss y'all. I pray for you every day. And my soldier friends no longer with us physically, but always with us in our hearts. Love y'all, miss y'all, and again, happy holidays. So here's Time to Go Home by Michael Frontius. This is for y'all. Tell you why no 
take our boys and win Don't take our girls It's time to go home Don't take our boys and win Don't take our girls and win Don't take our boys and win to go home by my favorite band in the world, Michael Franti Spearhead. You can check out their music and tour dates at michaelfranti.com. And tonight we have a very special guest, Santa Claus. I mean, the one and only Santa Claus, y'all, who has the most busiest schedule I've ever seen. I'm working with him, you know, up front, close and personal this season with my second holiday job on the weekends. I mean, I don't know how you do it, but I guess you just if you fit all your time in work making the toys and or the elves make the toys. How does that work, Santa? You do the photos with the kids on the weekends and get everything else done during the week, or how do you do it? Well, you know, basically the elves help me out a lot. You know, they're the unsung heroes of Christmas. They get the little toys ready for me, and then they put them in my sack, and then Santa delivers it all to the boys and girls. So you have to give the credit to the elves. No, oh, that's so kind of you. You're so humble, Santa. That's so sweet. <laughs> give credit to the elves, which I know that. I mean, I know they do work very hard too, and I'm sure Mrs. Claus does as well. What is Mrs. Claus' main job to keep you well fed? <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know Santa loses a lot of weight during the, you know, not the Christmas season. You know, during the summer and stuff. You know. Santa's got to look all cute and all that stuff, but (laughs) I actually noticed you you were a bit thinner. Even the kids have mentioned that. Oh, yeah. You know, Santa's been on that little keto little diet, you know, and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, 
But you know, Santa likes the little milk and cookies, and Mrs. Claus gets me all pumping fat for the Christmas season, so she gets a lot of help, too, you know. Oh, that's good. I didn't know that. I just thought she she helped you, so I'm glad to hear she's getting help, too. And and what do the reindeer do, you know, when they're not, like, flying in the sky, you know, with you at night and oh, stuff? What do they do you know, other days? Oh, you know, the reindeer just hang out and... You know, they don't do much, just hang out, play reindeer games, hang with each other. You know, nothing real special, you know. It's just when Christmas time comes in, they just spring into action, so. (laughs) It sounds like they get to chill for a good while. That sounds like a great gig to me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they kind of have it the easiest. They just sit and eat grass and hay, and then when the Christmas season comes, you get magic corn, and then they... Fly off and help me with Santa deliver the toys. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my goodness. You are so silly, Santa. But, yeah, you are too humble because I know you work hard, too, but I know Mrs. Claus and the elves do, and I definitely have noticed you lost a little weight. Even 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 if you gained a few pounds, you still look a little thinner than normal, and those kids have all been asking about that, making sure they're worried you weren't eating good enough. <laughs> i got to reassure them. <laughs> got to reassure oh, yeah. them. Santa is pretty good, you know. <laughs> yeah. Beating you well. Oh, good. All right. Oh, let me remind everyone again a couple of things here. If you want to message me live on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC with your messages and questions for Santa, if you'd like. I'm sorry. I know, you know, we didn't really give you all much announcement. We normally do, but it's been so busy with my schedule. And, of course, Santa's. I mean, you, you think two jobs and jury duty for me is a lot in one week. But, no, <laughs> Santa Claus, <laughs> you're around as a full plate, especially this time of year. So I really appreciate you even taking the time to be on our show tonight. But, uh, yeah, so sorry it was kind of a last-minute impromptu thing, but – I'm really excited to get to surprise y'all. So we hope that some of you have a chance to call in and say hello. Sorry, I'm trying to, (laughs) I'm laughing because my dog Prescott really wants to like get in my lap, which he doesn't normally like to do that because he's kind of an independent dog. He'll snuggle and stuff, you know, give me hugs. But, and you know, Santa is, uh, I'm scared to ask, but is my dog Santa, is my dog Prescott on your naughty or nice list this year? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Gerald? Prescott, even though some of your friends might think that Prescott's a little brat and all that, I mm-hmm. do believe Santa's actually on the nice list this year. You know, he's oh, been good. Thankfully. Yes, I've seen him, and he's been good. So, you know, I know there's a certain friend of yours who kind of thinks <laughs> Prescott's a little brat. But, right. Know, we know which friend that is. <laughs> you know, oh, you know, we know who it is. But, you know, he's been good this year. I'll have to give him that. So. Well, except right now he's acting up. You know, Santa's on the phone, Prescott. You're going to get in trouble. You know, Santa's why he's on the phone with me right now. You gotta be good. Oh. Stop acting up. Don't mess with that modem now. You're gonna mess up the whole podcast. <laughs> He's he I wants to sit little... on top of the modem. He never does that. He likes to play oh, under the desk. Oh, first got yeah. a little hyper today. Oh. He hasn't he hasn't had any hyper food, you know. Uh 
I'm a good mom. I don't give them like sugar to, you know, like moms give sugar to kids and stuff. I'm not one of those moms with my dog. I'm pretty good. I give them healthy snacks like string cheese and 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 play frisbee, keep them active. But uh, yeah, he he's he's really wired tonight. I'm not sure what's Ooh. going on. Come oh, here. God, naughty. Oh, you hear Santa? He's telling you be good. You know, Santa, what's really amusing to me when we're doing those mall photos is a lot of mm-hmm. the parents don't even want photos with the kids or they've already taken the photos and they come back because their kids have been acting up and they have to come bring their kids to <laughs> for just a visit, Ooh, quote unquote. Because I think if they do that, the kids will. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Santa. Be good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, Santa sometimes have to tell them, you see, they know that's because it's Christmas season. That doesn't mean you have to be nice all around. Even even when you get your toys, you have to be nice. So Santa's always still watching you girls and boys. That's right. That's right. Now we have got Sergeant First Class and the Don, Don, excuse me, Sergeant First Class Don is in the chat room with me, as I mentioned earlier. And I just want to share, he and I are writing back and forth, Santa. And he says that all dogs go to heaven eventually. And he says that he thinks Prescott's just want to talk to the soldiers, you know, to the troops, which I think he's right. Because Prescott does this thing, Santa, no joke, every Sunday night when we're in the office is the only time only time on Sunday night when he knows the soldiers are listening that he digs for socks because some of my soldier friends have canine partners, right? And it's like mm-hmm. he knows because he used to never do that. And then he just all of a sudden he started like digging for socks in the office. Like I have this little pile. I know I shouldn't have socks in here, but I just can't take away his joy, you know? And uh, so, yeah, so only Sunday nights when I'm hosting the podcast and he knows the soldiers are listening live, he did. <gasps> See? See what I mean? Oh, he just said hello. Oh, he, yep, yep. He just said hello. He just did you hear that Sergeant First Class Dawn? My dog Prescott just said hello to all of you. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, wow. oh he is so excited. He understands. Dogs are smart. <laughs> so I will be right back because I'm gonna make sure all is well. Oh, yep. We he, he is very excited. We got <laughs> we gotta find Prescott's blanket, get him a little calmer, and I will be right back after for this next Christmas song. Okay, Santa? Okay, Cheryl. All right, awesome. Let me find this Christmas song for all of us, Santa. And let me remind everyone again, if you want to call in and talk to Santa, the phone number is 323-642-1556. Again, 323-642-1556. And let me find our next Christmas song. I'll be right back after this song. Enjoy.
You there, Santa? Well, I'm here, Cheryl. Awesome. Wasn't that a great Christmas song? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Hey, Santa, do you have any um, holiday jokes? (laughs) Actually, I really don't, Cheryl. I can't think of any right now, you know. Maybe later, but I can't think of any holiday jokes, so. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll remind you the one you told me the other day that you forgot. You ready? Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the one you told me the other day, I know you got a lot of them, but I'm like that too. Sometimes I have to think about before, you know, hand to remember them. But the one you told me the other day, (laughs) just out of the blue, you said, why can no one watch Santa uh, change like you know when you're changing clothes for bedtime or whatever and I was like huh and you go yeah why um oh or no sorry you asked why Pokemon couldn't watch you change clothes and stuff and I was like all confused and then you go because he might peek at you <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty that's funny pretty good. that's pretty funny <laughs> 
I like that one. I ought to tell Mrs. Claus that. You know, I haven't told her that. You know, she's kind of got a tone of a sense of humor, but I bet if I told her that, she'd really like that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. It, yeah, I was, like, really confused when you first started telling me the joke. Like, why are you asking me this? This is really weird, Santa. But then I got the joke once you said Pikachu after saying Pokemon. Then I was like, oh, okay, well, that's pretty silly. <laughs> I bet oh, Rudolph oh, oh, has a lot of jokes. He seems like a jokester, is he not? Well, Rudolph's actually pretty quiet, you know. He's not the jokester. I think Blitzen's been a little jokester at the whole group, so. Mm-hmm. But he's doing pretty quiet. You know, Rudolph keeps to himself, but he hangs around the reindeer. But if you want to have a joke, you can go to Blitz. He's kind of the, they're the little <laughs> jokes. That's awesome. Do you you know how, like, parents say they don't really have a favorite kid, but they probably do. Do you have a favorite reindeer? Actually, I'd love them all, you know. Santa doesn't <laughs> really play favorites, you know. I love all of them, from Donner all the way to Prancer to even Rudolph. You know, I love every last one of them because without all of them, Santa couldn't get a sleigh going. So Santa loves all of them very, very at the same time. Oh, that's nice. That's very sweet. Well, let me remind everyone... Go ahead. Miss Taylor, I have a joke for you. I have a question for you, Michelle. Uh-oh, what would what? you like for Christmas? Uh, I really, I mean, I sincerely say this. I really don't want anything. I know people are like, yeah, right. But I really mean that. I just, I just feel content already. Like, I'm just, there's honestly nothing I want. Oh, Okay. Well, that's pretty good. Just wondering, you know. If I you know. It's kind of a boring answer, but it's the truth. That you want the truth. The truth is, I really, I don't want anything. I mean, I guess, I, I guess I don't really want material things. Like, like I hope dreams come true. You know, I'm an aspiring comedian, stuff like that. I have goals. I'd love to be thin again. I'm trying to lose weight. I've been going to the gym. You know, been writing my stand-up comedy material, got to get back to open mic night, can't conquer stage, right? Things like that, Santa. But I, there's really nothing materialistic that I want, though. Oh, okay. Oh, that's pretty good. You know, some people want material things, but some people just want peace and love, and they're happy with what they are right now. Well, there's, thank you, Sergeant First Class Don, for reminding me of my other wish. Yes, I have always wanted to meet my soldier friends in person, and I've always said they're welcome to come here and hang out and stay at my home. There's like 200-plus of them, I've been told, and I'm like, I will make room for everyone, each and every one of you. There's always room for all of them. They are always in my heart, and I would love to have every one of them in my home and, and just, you know, give back. I miss them so much. Oh. Like, yeah, even though I haven't met them in person, I talk to them like every week and for almost a decade now. So they're they're like family to me, you know. Oh, that is very nice, Cheryl. Can I make that my my Christmas wish to meet all of them? That would be an yes, an amazing can. Christmas miracle. Bring bring the rest of them 
overseas safe and sound homes soon and, and let us all hang out. That would be the most amazing Christmas wish come true ever. I know it's a lot to ask Santa, but I'm asking. <laughs> okay, okay, Shell, you know, Santa always does the best he can for his boys and girls, you know, to give them their wish, you know, and I know the troops would like you to do that. Do you have enough room for 200 people? That's a lot, you know, there's a lot of well, people there. I have a game plan already. I, I've already talked to my neighbors about this because there are so many of them. See, here's the game plan, Santa. I thought this through a lot, okay? So here's a couple of things. So the first way is they come here, and, you know, I've got a house, you know, three-bedroom, two-bath, and I've got a huge backyard so we can camp out too. So, And then I've got lots of awesome neighbors. I know all my neighbors, most of us have lived here this past decade, and we get along really well. And so the neighbors have already offered to help out too. So if if for whatever reason, I'd love to fit them all on my home personally. (laughs) But if need be, if we need extra room besides my home and backyard, then that's the next step is the neighbors will help out. Oh, that sounds pretty awesome. And then there's a second game plan that I also wish to go over there because I'm an aspiring comedian and my dear sis friend, I call her my sis because I love her so much, and First Lieutenant Emmy had this awesome idea that she came up with that I really would love for this to happen. So she wants me to actually come over there overseas and host my podcast there with them sometime. And I, at the same time, would love to also perform a stand-up comedy show for them. See, my comedian mentor has actually gone overseas three times and performed for the troops. Shout out to Sean Pulaski. I love you, lady. Thank you for being my comedian mentor. You rock. So what do you think, Santa? That sounds like an awesome idea, you know. A very awesome but- idea. But at the same time, I really want all of them to get to come home safe and sound soon, you know. But, yeah, if they have oh, to yeah. stay, then I want to go over there and do that for them, but they can come home even better, you know. Yes, you have a very big heart, Shell. I am proud of you. Oh, no, thank you, though. I don't think I do, but thank you, Santa. You're too kind. <laughs> I think they're the ones with the big hearts. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. That's so, so how is your Prescott doing? Like <laughs> yeah, Santa, he's getting better. He's he he heard you earlier, so he wants to get on your nice list. So he calmed down, I think. I, I hope we'll see. So far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too bad. I never. You know what's the funniest thing? I've heard those parents say they're always like, "It's too bad it's not Christmas year round because my kid acts up after Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> oh, they try to fool Santa, but uh, that doesn't work. Santa still sees you every day. Doesn't matter if it's winter, spring, summer, fall. Santa's always watching. So there to be right. good out there. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm gonna play another Christmas song. And be right back, Santa. You want to hear some more Christmas music? Yeah, okay. Yes, Santa loves Christmas music. Awesome. And let me remind everyone, because I keep forgetting to, if you want to call in, because Santa would love to hear from you. He's only got a few more minutes left because he's got a very busy schedule, so this is your last chance now. I'm going to play the song, uh, 323-642-1556. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, the show is going to be on for another hour, so no worries. Hang tight. We'll get to some trending topics and and definitely talk about may he rest in peace, uh, George Bush Sr., who recently passed away, and eight months after his wife Barbara Bush passed away. So we definitely want to um, send our condolences and our love and prayers to them and their family and everyone. So we'll be talking more about that the second hour. But right now, we've, while we've got our special guest panel on the on the line on air if y'all want to call in it's your last chance 323-642-1556 and i hope y'all enjoy this next next uh, christmas song but i'll be watching for your calls just in case so hang tight if you call in and the music's playing i'll get to you as soon as i can all right santa here's our next christmas song i don't know which one it is because when i uploaded the christmas music i titled them by numbers and forgot to put the actual song titles so this technically is christmas song number seven so let's be surprised together santa and find out which song it is (laughs) okay Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way Open sleigh, everybody! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Now I think about it. They haven't gone to Christmas break yet, so I guess they had to go to bed already. It's our little, I guess, a little late for the kiddos, especially the young ones, huh? You think it's past their oh, bedtime? Yeah. I'm not sure why they're being shy, not calling in to say hi. I just feel so bad. You're so kind to take out your your time from your schedule and all, and I appreciate you being on air with us tonight. 
Well, you know, stuff happens, Shell, and you know, I do know sometimes the kids are kind of shy about calling, you know, and talking to Santa. You notice, you know, when they get to Santa in my lap, they're kind of a little shy and something on you, Santa. Yes. <laughs> or they scream Santa's and cry. Big, you, know, <laughs> you know, Santa's a big kid, and my, you know, my beard kind of scares people a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, you know, they're either right. really shy or don't don't want to sit in your lap or, or run off or or some of the kids have screamed and cried. I've seen it all. You're right, Santa. You're right. But it is kind of late, so don't take it personal. They may be in bed already. So and we did kind of this last minute, but uh, I'm so happy you took some time out of your busy schedule. And please send the love and hugs to your reindeer and Mrs. Claus. I know you don't have much more time left, so I'll I'll let you go. But thank you so much. Everyone hang tight. The podcast is still on air for another hour, and we'll switch topics to trending topics with my usual stuff, you know, news, sports, entertainment. Oh, and while I've got Santa Claus on the phone, you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, right, Santa? Or are you? <laughs> well, you know, Santa's usually not supposed to be biased with anything, but you know, I do love football. But I will be honest with you, I kind of like, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, you know. Don't, don't tell anybody, especially in Philadelphia and New York, and my mom like that, you know. Uh-oh, right. But, you well, know, you know, one of your elves is a giant fan, I learned. <laughs> Oh, the Giants fan, huh? Well, you know, I might have to do something about that, but you know, can't hold it against them. So everything's uh, kind of good, but you know, the Cowboys did win, and I'm kind of happy for that a little bit. You know, that might be one of Santa's little secrets you didn't have to tell anybody. But you know, oh, you know, maybe if they need, you know, if they make the Super Bowl, Santa might have a little something extra, you know, something special for them. So. Jumanji, I like to call him. Oh, yeah, Jumanji, yeah, what? 
you know. All my old college him. friends. Oh, yeah, you know. You know, Mrs. Claus kind of thinks she's kind of hot and all that stuff. But, you know, sometimes you got to call Mrs. Claus down a little bit. You know, when she, everybody's kind of, kind of cute and all that stuff. So, you know, whenever you see him saying hi, I say that Mrs. Claus kind of, she's trying to go to aisle on him, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Santa, I will do. All right. Thanks again. Merry Christmas, Santa. Uh, Merry Christmas and Merry Christmas to all of you. So have a good one, Cheryl. And to all of you, have a good night, right, Santa? Have a good night. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Talk to you later. See you at the mall next weekend. Okay. (laughs) We take more photos with kids for you. Yep. See you Saturday. Don't be late. And don't forget. And don't forget, Santa, it's not just the kids on us. On Sunday night, don't forget, we have the pet photos, so dogs and cats are coming. Oh, yes. Yes, bring your cats and dogs and all of that. Santa, <laughs> I can't wait. All right. Talk to you later. Bye, Santa. Okay. Bye. That was so fun having Santa on. I hope y'all are still there because we still got a whole hour to go. So. <laughs> oh my goodness I feel a little bad saying I got no phone calls But it's all good You know Normally we give people a little more notice And Santa's schedule is just so busy So we had to do a last minute schedule Get him on the show As soon as we knew he could come on So that's alright Sometimes you just gotta wing it You know A lot of us have busy schedules Especially during the holidays It gets a little chaotic which is ironic isn't it because you think like when you hear the christmas music it's all about peaceful times and ah it's like let's just slow down for a minute you know so yeah like i mentioned earlier i've worked at two jobs and in between that i'm doing jury duty i'm on a criminal case as a juror and i'll tell you all about it after i can after it's all over with as soon as i'm allowed to Uh, but i don't want to get any trouble so i can't say any more for now but today, unfortunately, I, I I feel a little bad, but they were so nice and understanding. I did take today off because I just I wasn't feeling well, and I was just like run down, and I thought I can't risk getting sick and missing jury duty tomorrow. Like I I just can't. You can't miss. You just can't. <laughs> There's a trial, a case going on. I can't miss. So I'm a juror on a six people <laughs> juror. I can't miss. So I didn't want to take any chances. So yeah, I've been um, resting in bed a lot today. And I wanted to mention a movie I watched. So there was a couple of movies I watched. The first one was really cutesy with animals called show dogs. But the second one, a little more serious, that I want to share with y'all that made me appreciate that much more what our military and veterans go through is called Taking Chance. It's a bit older movie, but it's based on a true story. And it's the perspective of of basically um, a soldier escorting a soldier that has passed that, that was, you know, killed in action serving war. And I was just amazed. I had no idea the length and the process and so much respect and honor given, which is, it was just amazing. And I, I re- highly recommend the movie to anyone. Uh, again, it was called Taking Chance. And I think it was, I actually got this, I actually got the movie from the library. First time I've ever checked out movies from the library. I normally get books, like 20 books or more at a time 
and I have like three weeks. My library is so cool. They give me like three weeks before I even have to check in my books. And if I want to renew, I get another three weeks. So I get pretty much six weeks altogether. But for the movies, you only get, I think, like maximum, even less than that. And I've been so busy. And so today I thought I have got to rest. And I'm going to watch these movies I got because they're due, uh, I think, Wednesday before like midnight. And I um, I know with my work schedule and jury duty that I won't have much time and I wasn't feeling well. So I thought, let's, you know, I almost fell asleep and I was like, no, I want to watch those movies and just bed rest today. And um, so anyway, so I watched the movie um, Taking Chance and wanted to tell you a little more about it. And I just noticed, like, when the movie starts at HBO Films, so I'm guessing it was on HBO. But, again, it's called Taking Chance. Oh, it actually says here it was a TV movie, original network HBO. Oh, interesting. Um, it's from 2009, and it's a true story based on real-life events of Lieutenant Colonel Michael Strobel, a volunteer military escort officer who accompanied the body of 19-year-old Marine Chance Phelps back to his home where he were well actually yeah his hometown of Dubois Wyoming where he was buried and it's just such a different perspective like I you know I used to volunteer teach grief, grief recovery classes and I've had military and veterans as students as well as civilians and it just made me appreciate that much more of as ultimate sacrifice that that our soldiers make for us and risk for us so I just I can never say thank you enough so I'll say thank you times infinity to all our military and veterans. But that movie is so good. Yes, the Sergeant First Class, Don knows exactly what I'm talking about because he just said Kevin Bacon, awesome. Yes, he is a really good actor. That is, I, I'm so happy I saw that movie because, I mean, truthfully, I think that's one of his better movies, his better roles. It was extremely good. So I just want to just share that with you all and let you know it made me appreciate that much more what my soldier friends go through amazing so highly recommend it and who knows your local library might have it too it's pretty cool oh and the storyline just give you a little more background on it if you're interested it says that basically in april 2004 casualties mount in iraq at quantico choices focus on increasing troop strength or only replacing casual colonel michael trouble crunches the numbers Stung by his superior's rejection of his recommendation because he lacks recent combat experience, he volunteers himself for escort duty, accompanying the remains of PFC Chance Phillips, killed at only age 19, so young. So basically from Dover to Philadelphia by hearse, from there to Minneapolis and on to Billings by plane, and then by car to Phillips' Wyoming home person after person pays respects kind words small gifts and gratitude are given uh, to struggle to deliver to the family on the soul-searching journey and then he finds you know what are his own discoveries it's, i thought that was really amazing too because it shows the different ways that the people show the respects and such it's really really good so good all right let me see here. Oh, and on that note, speaking of military and all, I wanted to mention again, we talked a little bit earlier, that wanted to pay tribute to George Bush Sr. And um, my my bio mom, my biological mom, my mom, she actually sent me this article during the podcast tonight, and I want to share it with y'all. 
and is talking about um, a look at the train that will take President Bush to his final resting place. It's a custom. This is on WFAA.com. It's basically one of the local news channels here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And it says that this custom-painted train is decorated with colors and elements of the Air Force One used during his Bush's presidency, and it bears the number 4141. Oh, I love that, uh, because he was 41st president. Uh, the body of President Bush will be traveling by train from Houston to its final resting place in College Station Thursday. That's where A&M is. There will be a funeral service at 10 a.m. at St. Martin's Episcopal Church in Houston before the train makes a slow ride through several cities. There's always a travel plan in place, y'all, when a, it says here, when a president passes away and President Bush specifically requested he be taken to his burial site by train. Former Presidents Abraham Lincoln and Dwight Eisenhower did the same thing. Wow. Oh, wow. It's amazing. It's a picture of the train. It looks really nice. It's got like a white and then the top part's like white was um, the front part like kind of darker blue. And then the bottom part kind of a light blue and gray on it. It's really nice. Very cool. It also says... Um, his locomotive will be used along with other civil train cars. And, wow, in 2005, Union Pacific Railroad honored Bush with a custom-painted locomotive. Wow, back then, huh? So they decorated the train with the colors and elements of Air Force One, as we mentioned, with number 4141. Um, and then, let me see here. It also says, there's a quote by CEO Dick Davison of... Union Pacific chair and says Union Pacific felt this was such an historic and important exhibit that creating they call it 4141 UP 4141 was an appropriate way to recognize Bush and his lifelong service to our country. Wow. Says this custom made locomotive was revealed to the former president during a ceremony near George Bush Presidential Library and Museum on Texas A&M University campus. Oh, that's so nice. It's really, y'all should check it out if you can see it. I'm sorry, an ad came up, and I don't know sometimes that when that happens if y'all can hear the, uh, oh, hear the um, background noise when when the ads come up. So I apologize for that. Oh, so Sergeant First Class Dawn is still in the chat room with me, and. Oh, that's so nice. Red, white, and blue. That's right. Four one four one. Oh, interesting. Tops ninety four. Yeah. So just kind of reading his comments as I'm, you know, sharing the story about the the train part of the story. But we'll talk lots more about George Bush Senior and his service and and tribute to him. That I just thought that was interesting because my bio mom had sent that article to me um, while we were, you know, talking to Santa earlier. Because you know, all right. So. A couple things here. I want to play a different song called Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue because I know it's one of my soldier friends' favorite songs, but also since, you know, we're talking about George Bush Sr. and memory of him as well and all, an American president, I think it's only fitting. So let me find it here for y'all. Give me just a moment, and I'll be right back after that. Oh, come on, switchboard, come back. (laughs) Where'd it go? Where'd it go?
go. I think I found it. All right. Oops, if I could spell right. All right, here we go. This is Courtesy of the Red and White and Blue by Toby Keith. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army, we lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye Man, we lit up your world like the 4th of July Here comes Sam, put your name at the top of his list And the statue of Liberty started shaking her fist and wife 
live actually here in Dallas, where I live. Well, I live on Fort Worth side, but, you know, Dallas-Fort Worth. But, of course, he's normally George Bush Jr.'s, even though they, he lives in Dallas, I don't think he's in Dallas much. I think he's actually more at the ranch near Waco. I think it's called Crawford Ranch. I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since I read up on that. Um I have visited the George Bush Jr. Presidential Library, but I've never seen George Bush Sr. Presidential Library. But I've always been touched by the story, especially the aspect with him and his wife, Barbara Bush, as they were the longest married couple you know, in presidential history. I think that's amazing. And I'm also touched, of course, because they died eight months apart, and my parents died six months apart in 2008. Um, Yeah, what a lovely couple, beautiful couple. So uh, again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics from news to sports to entertainment, including, you know, George Bush Sr. and his legacy, the phone number is 323-642-1556. Again, 323-642-1556. And let me just go over here for a moment and tell y'all what's trending. I was remembering the day George Bush Jr. actually had jury duty here in Dallas uh, three years ago. Same month I had jury duty, but he was in Dallas County. I'm Tarrant County, just so you know. Uh, Fort Worth versus Dallas, basically, different counties. Um, but, yeah, it's really interesting. It was all over the news and everything, but it's just it just reminds you, you know, like they're human too, you know. When you see something like that, like, oh, yeah, they got they, they to go to jury duty. <laughs> That's something to see, you know. All right. So a couple things. Um, Actually, I'm going to do a couple things here. I'm going to just for granted see what's trending on Twitter for a second just to kind of change it up a little. And then we'll switch gears back and, and I want to share a little more about the legacy of George Bush Sr. All right. In the meantime... What's trending on Twitter is, oh, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Is that tonight? I usually record it because I love seeing that when they have the musicians on. It says Adriana Lima is retiring from Victoria's Secret after 20 years. She's taking her final walk at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Wow. That's a long time. That's amazing. Oh, the Chainsmokers and Kelsey Ballerini perform oh yeah i didn't realize that was tonight oh Gigi Han. Uh, how do you say her last name hadid Gigi Han. there's a picture video of her she looks great uh yeah they usually do a really good job on that show so that's trending apparently it's on tv that's why we didn't get any calls because the kids went to sleep <laughs> so they couldn't call santa and the parents couldn't wake up the kids to call santa because the parents are watching the Victoria's Secret fashion show. <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know. That is a good show, though. I actually like watching that. I love I love seeing the performers. Except, was it last year? It was a little awkward, though, when The Weeknd performed because his ex-girlfriend was like a Victoria's Secret model. That was really awkward. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So, also what's trending on Twitter at the moment is Garth at ND. I think he also has a TV show on tonight at Notre Dame performing. 
Apparently, someone on Twitter is upset, saying, so Notre Dame didn't play a conference championship game so they can go to a Garth Brooks concert. <laughs> Aw, how funny. Chris Marler wrote that. Aw, Garth Brooks wrote tonight on Twitter about nine minutes ago, watching you guys sing Friends in Low Places on TV, and all I can do is smile and sing along. He wrote that to Jim Kemmerling on Twitter. How sweet. Um. Wow. I like Garth Brooks. My family loved Garth Brooks so much that we had a family dog, a beagle, that we named Garth after Garth Brooks. And uh, may he rest in peace. And now I tell my dog Prescott all the time about Garth. And he even showed him a picture one day and he kissed the picture. It was really sweet. Yeah, I always refer to um, my family dog Garth up in dog heaven as Prescott's dog guardian angel. I think Garth helps watch out for Prescott. So, yeah, I love Garth Brooks. My mother's funeral, we played um, the last dance song, or the dance song. Sorry, not the last dance. <laughs> the dance by Garth Brooks. And the sad thing was she always would joke and say, I'll just play Friends in Low Places at my funeral because she was kind of shy and didn't have a lot of friends. But then it turned out all these people from her uh, high school reunion happened to have a high school reunion on the same day as her funeral. And they all showed up to her funeral beforehand, and it was it was so sweet because she'd always go to her funerals until she got too too ill. But anyway, I'm getting way off topic like usual, and that's why the the talk the tagline for my show is the coffee talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. So anyway, uh, that's also trending on Twitter. It's just for Grins taking a moment to see what was not trending before we talk more about the legacy of. George Bush Sr. So again, apparently Garth Brooks' show at Notre Dame, his concert, is on TV tonight, as well as Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, which is always fun because they have musicians, so they both have something to do with music tonight. Cowboys are still trending on Twitter. That's amazing. They beat the Saints what, what night was that, Thursday night, and they are still trending on Twitter. That Wow, that's crazy, but pretty cool. Yeah, they were all talking about it when I had jury duty on Friday um, pretty cool. Uh, chargers are trending. My 90 day fiance is trending. It always is trending on Sunday night, pretty much when it's on TV. Uh, Adriana Lima is trending, of course, since there she's retiring from Victoria's Secret. And Derwin James is trending. He's from the Los Angeles Chargers. Wow. Mina Kimis wrote. Derwin James falling number 17 in the draft continues to be bonkers. Let's see what people are saying about the Chargers. H-E double hockey sticks. Do the Chargers keep getting away with these false starts? This isn't the first game. Scott Cosmar wrote. Wow. Interesting. Oh, I'm so happy to hear from my sis. I've missed you so much. First Lieutenant Emmy is in the chat room with me now. We had Sergeant First Class Don earlier with me. Yes, it's been too long. I want to play a song so I can catch up with my dear friend, my sis, Emmy, y'all. So I'll be right back. I've missed you so much. I'm so happy to hear from you. Give me just a moment here, and we will talk more about the legacy of George Bush Sr. when I return after this next song. Give me just a moment here. Let me find a song. Okay. Um, mm -mm -mm. 
All right. We'll play another patriotic song as we're talking about legacy of George Bush Sr. and talking to my soldier friends that have been serving overseas live on in the chat room tonight. Give me just a moment here to find a special song to play for them and y'all. I'll be right back. Hang tight, sis. I'm coming to talk to you to type more in the chat room. I'm just trying to find the song to play real quick so I can communicate with you better in the chat room during the song. Okay. I've got lots to catch up with her. Oh, my goodness. It's been too long. All right. Mm. I know she likes this particular song, so I'm going to play it for her. All right, sis. I'm going to play God Bless the USA, all right? If I can get it to come back up in my switchboard here. I've put it on here just for her, too, the last time. Okay. Things were gone. I'd worked for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota To the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas from sea to Tennessee, from Detroit down to Houston, and New York to LA, where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say that I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget. The men who died, who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA
Love that song. I'll never forget seeing Lee Greenwood perform that song live when I was in high school band before our troops went off for Desert Storm. And we did a whole rally at Texas Stadium, back when Cowboy Stadium was called Texas Stadium, back before they moved it, you know, to a different city. It was actually Irving, where I grew up most of my life, and now it's in Arlington. So even though it's called Dallas Cowboys, their stadium has never actually been in Dallas, I don't think. Or has it ever been in Dallas in the past? I don't know. It must have been a very long time ago, if so. But anyway, that was God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood, and I hope you all love that song as much as I do. It's really good, really, really good. So, uh, again, we've got my dear sis, Lieutenant First Lieutenant Emmy, in the chat room with me. I'm so happy to hear from you, sis. I've missed you so much. And we've got many soldiers listening from Afghanistan, from overseas, y'all. And they are in the what they call the mess hall, where they're having breakfast. And unfortunately, they're. I was hoping they were having like the best meal ever, but you know, they're doing the best they can with the MREs. So, if you want to keep them in your prayers and thoughts and hearts, that would mean a lot to me. Please do. And wishing each and every one of them to come home safe and sound soon. Um, so, I'm going to share a bit more about the legacy of George Bush Sr., who passed away recently. What a legacy he left behind. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. So this is on history.com. I'm going to kind of paraphrase it. But it says here, his full name was George Herbert Walker Bush. It's a long name. (laughs) And born in 1924 and, of course, passed away recently. Um, He served as the 41st U.S. president from 1989 to 1993. That was pretty much my high school years because I, I graduated high school in 1990. Two. He was also a two-term U.S. Vice President under Ronald Reagan from 1981 to 1989. Bush, a World War II naval aviator in Texas. Y'all know I'm in Texas. Texas oil industry executive. No surprise he lived in Houston. We talk about Texas oil there. Uh, he began his political career in the U.S. House of Representatives in 1967 During the 1970s, he held a variety of government posts, including CIA director. Wow. In 1988, Bush defeated Democratic rival Michael Dukakis to win the White House. I have a side note story on this. almost embarrassing to admit this. My father, may he rest in peace, who taught at my high school, one year, that particular year, actually, they, they had the election between Bush and Dukakis. They did for the students to encourage them to vote once they became of age, you know, 18 and older. Um, they did kind of like, a, 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 you know, their own kind of vote, you know, at the school. It didn't really count, unfortunately, but it was a great learning lesson to encourage them to, to do it because it, it, the ratio, like, of those students that that participate in the school voting like that for presidential election going into when they turn 18 or older, it, most of them would end up voting, um, sign up, register to vote and everything. So it was a pretty cool concept. Anyway, my father would never reveal who he voted for. And this is why I don't normally talk about who I voted for. I used to never talk about it. But I've become a little more open about it over the recent years. So the one and only time he ever openly admitted who he voted for in a presidential election because of that, because, you know, he taught my high school and he was trying to encourage the students to vote and all that when they became 18 or older. And he always regretted it afterwards (laughs) because he normally would not vote that way. He had, he, he went against his normal, uh, you know, anyway, 
So shockingly, he voted for the caucus. And oh my goodness, he was like, I will never tell anyone ever again how I vote because I don't normally. And I was trying to encourage students to vote. But then I was like, well, you know, it's good you shared. And not everyone agrees with you, but it's still good that you shared because you just encouraged even more students to vote. And you just made them realize their vote does count. But anyway, it's kind of embarrassing to even admit this to y'all that my father even voted for Dukakis against Bush. And I was surprised to probably just as much as you, if not more. So anyway, side note story there. Oh, wow. That is so awesome. We're going to go back to another story about Lee Greenwood. Are you serious? So first, Lieutenant Emmy, she says she misses me, and I miss you too, sis, and she misses her home country here in the USA, and I do not take that for granted. We miss you all very much and want you to get back home in the States soon. Um, but she said that Lee Greenwood was, you know, the singer of God Bless the USA that I was talking about. She said that Lee Greenwood was her uncle's best friend in college. Wow. And he was a great guy went to Yale in Connecticut. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. I, I did not know that. And now she's talking about, uh, she also wanted to share with about Bush Sr. that he was the youngest pilot in war. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. I had a great uncle, may he rest in peace, great uncle Mac, lived to like 90 years old. He was amazing. He served as an Air Force pilot. And World War II. I love hearing his stories. And then my uncle Doc, his brother-in-law, my other great uncle, also lived to like 90, um, was an, a medic, a, a doctor in the Army during World War II. So they both had amazing stories. Can you imagine the stories I'd hear from an Air Force pilot to an Army doctor during World War II days? Oh, my gosh. They were like best friends. Amazing stories. I miss them so much. So... Going back a little more to um, the legacy of George Bush Sr., it also says here that in office, he launched successful military operations against Panama and Iraq. Uh, it says, however, his popularity at home was marred by an economic recession. As in 1992, he lost his bid for re-election to Bill Clinton and then in 2000, Bush's son, of course, his namesake, George Bush Jr., who lives here in Dallas, has a home here where I live. Um, not like I live down the street from her or anything like that. But anyway, and again, he's usually not even in Dallas at his home here anyway. I think he's usually in Crawford at the ranch most of the time near Waco. But anyway, so his son in 2000, uh, George Bush Jr., was elected as the 43rd president. And he served until 2009. But I want to talk more about George Bush Sr. and his legacy, though. So he was born on June 12, 1924, in Milton, Massachusetts, to Dorothy Walker Bush and Prescott Bush. Oh, my dog's name, Prescott. Uh, his dad, Prescott, was a banker who went on to represent Connecticut in the U.S. Senate from 1952 to 1963. Wow. The younger Bush was raised in Greenwich, Connecticut, and graduated from Phillips Academy, excuse me, Academy, in Andover, Massachusetts, in 1942. Oh, I didn't know this. Did you know a car bomb assassination plot against George Bush was foiled in Kuwait in 1993? I never. How did I never know about that? Well, thank goodness that plan was foiled. Oh my goodness, that's wow. Wow, I had no idea. 
I'm learning something brand new here that I never knew before. I can't believe I never knew that. I guess it's kind of good I didn't know because I, you know, because I were able to foil that plan. Thank goodness. Uh, it also says that after graduation, Bush joined the U.S. Naval Reserve to fight in World War II, which America had entered in December 1941. When he received his wings shortly before his 19th birthday, he was this was what uh, First Lieutenant Emmy was telling us. He was the nation's youngest commissioned pilot at the time. He flew 58 combat missions during the war and received the Distinguished Flying Cross for bravery after his torpedo plane was shot down by the Japanese in the vicinity of the Bonin Islands in the Pacific on September 2, 1944. During the incident, his plane was hit and set on fire, but he continued toward his target, a radio station, and successfully bombed it before parachuting out of his plane. Wow. He later rescued from the water by an American submarine. This all comes together now. How I remember, what's that called? Um, bungee jumping. No wonder, even when he had older age for his birthday, how he bungee jumped out of a plane. It's all making sense to me now. I didn't really put that together before. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, First Lieutenant Emmy says he's a great guy and comrade. That's awesome. He was flying, he was age 19, flying fighter planes and got shot down. Wow, wow. I had no idea. Man, I'm learning a lot. Um, There's a section about family and oil business. It says January 6, 1945, while on leave from the Navy, Bush Sr. married Barbara Pierce and Rye, of course, became Barbara Bush, uh, right in New York. The couple had met as teenagers at a dance. I love this story. Very similar to my own grandparents' stories. They each went to a boys' school, girls' school, met up at a dance, you know, that they connect for the two schools, and they got married. So I love that story that they met at a dance as teenagers. Very similar to my grandparents' story, how they met, especially back then, you know. Uh, The Bushes went on to have six children. George, Robin, John, known as Jeb, Neil, Marvin, and Dorothy. After completing his military service in September 1945, Bush enrolled at Yale University where he studied economics. He was captain of the baseball team and member of Skull and Bones, an elite secret society. Isn't there a movie? Is that? Um, oh, yeah, there's a movie about Skull and Bones. I hadn't seen it in many years. I'm trying to remember the actor in it main actor. Um, he graduated in 1948, then moved his family to Texas, where he began as a prosperous career in the oil industry, eventually becoming president of an independent offshore oil drilling company. More about his political career, it says here, and again, it's on history.com if y'all want to look it up. It says that in 1964, Bush won the Republican nomination for a U.S. Senate seat from Texas, but then he lost in the general election. So two years later, excuse me, two years later, he won a seat in the U.S. House of Representatives, where he served two terms. In 1970, he ran for the U.S. Senate, but again was defeated in the general election. Wow. President Nixon then appointed Bush the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, a role in which he served from 1971 to 73, when he became when he became chairman of the Republican Party. In that capacity, on August 7, 1974, amidst the Watergate scandal, Bush formally requested that Nixon resign the presidency. Nixon officially stepped down two days later. That particular date is the day I was adopted, August 7, 1974. 
I always knew the part about Nixon resigning, but I didn't realize the cause effect prior. Uh, in the fall of 19, I mean, you know, the, of that particular day itself with Bush. Wow. In the fall of 1974, Nixon's successor, President Gerald Ford, appointed Bush as the head of the U.S. liaison office in the People's Republic of China, where he served until becoming director of the CIA in January 1976. And then after Democrat Jimmy Carter was elected president, Bush Sr. resigned from the CIA in January 1977. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Wow. Oh, I love his childhood pictures. My favorite is a picture. I'm, I'll share more about his life here in a minute, moment. We're just kind of going through sections of his life, but different time frames. There is a really awesome picture of him as an Air Force pilot. He's got like the headset, the goggles, the whole headgear, and, and the. Mm, I love it. That's a really amazing picture, y'all. Aww. First Lieutenant, I mean, I want to share what she's saying here about George Bush Sr. Uh, thank you. She corrected me. I said bungee jumping. I was skydiving. Thank you for correcting me. That's what George Bush Sr. did on his uh, older birthdays. He would go skydiving. I was saying earlier, you know, how oh, it all makes sense now it comes together because he was an Air Force pilot. No wonder he loved skydiving for his birthday. That's so cool. She says that he was one of the best. And she says, lay down your arms, soldier. Your mission is over. Come home and rest, brother. Brother, excuse me. Hurrah. Aww. That was very nice. Mm. Very nice. I'm going to play another patriotic song while we're on this topic. And when I come back, we're going to talk lots more about George Bush Sr. and the legacy of his life. Cost to keep us free. 
Now here I am a thousand stones away from him He recognized me on the first day I came in And it gave me a chill When he clicked his heels and saluted me And I'm proud to be on this peaceful piece of property I'm on sacred ground and I'm in the best of company And I'm thankful for those, thankful for the things I've done I can rest in peace, I'm one of the chosen ones I made it to Arlington And every time I hear 21 guns I know they brought another hero song is so beautiful. It's called Arlington by Trace Atkins. I know I played it back on, I believe, um, the Veterans Day segment. I had just heard that song, like I think that that particular day for the first time. It's been around a while. It's a wonderful album. I highly recommend that album by Trace Atkins, but that particular song just touched my heart deep and thought it was kind of fitting to play tonight. Whew. So uh, I want to sh- share this letter if you haven't heard it already, it's really beautiful gesture that Senior George Bush Sr. left. You know, I love it when President leaves a letter, writes a note for the incoming president. So when Bill Clinton became president, George Bush Sr. wrote on the White House stationery and left this note behind for Bill Clinton that I'm going to read to you all here. I thought that was, it was a really classy move. I love what he wrote. So it, it was from January 20th, 1993, and it says – Dear Bill, when I walked into this office just now, I felt the same sense of wonder and respect that I felt four years ago. I know you will feel that too. I wish you great happiness here. I never felt the loneliness some presidents have described. There will be very tough times made even more difficult by criticism you may not think is fair. I'm not a very good one to give advice, but just don't let the critics discourage you or push you off course. You will be our our president when you read this note. I wish you well. I wish your family well. Your success now is our country's success. I am rooting hard for you. Good luck, George. Wow. That was really cool. Extremely nice. And speaking of, 
legacy of George Bush Sr. and political life. Uh, let me dig in a little deep. So he was a vice president from 1981 to 1989. Uh, in 1980, he ran for the Republican presidential nomination, but lost to Ronald Reagan, mentioned that a little bit earlier. Uh, the former actor and governor of California selected Bush as his VP running mate, and then the two defeated incumbent Jimmy Carter and VP Walter Mondale in the general election. After two terms as vice president under Reagan, Bush Sr. became the public Republican presidential nominee in 1988. With running mate Dan Quell, a U.S. Senator from Indiana, Bush defeated Democrat challenger Governor Michael Dukakis of Massachusetts and his running mate Lloyd Benson. Bush captured 426 electoral votes and more than 53% of the popular vote to Dukakis' 111 electoral votes and more than 45% of the popular vote. He was president from, again, from 1989 to 1993, as I mentioned earlier. His key focus as president was foreign policy. He began his time in the White House as was Germany was in the process of reunifying, how do you say that word, reunifying, excuse me. The Soviet Union was collapsing and the Cold War was ending. I remember all that. Not, that's a lot. Bush would be credited with helping to improve U.S.-Soviet relations. He met with Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev, and in July 1991, the two men signed the Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty. Bush Sr. also authorized military operations in Panama and the Persian Gulf, and in December 1989, the U.S. invaded Panama and overthrew the nation's corrupt, corrupt dictator, Manuel Noriega. It was threatening the security of Americans who lived there and trafficking drugs to the U.S. Then, after Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein launched an invasion and occupation of Kuwait in August 1990 and threatened to invade Saudi Arabia, Bush Sr. organized a military coalition of more than 30 countries who began a U.S.-led air assault you y'all know that keyword air assault, right, soldier friends? <laughs> Many of my soldier friends do air assault, especially screaming eagles, uh, against Iraq in mid-January 1991. After five weeks of the air offensive and 100 hours of a ground offensive, Operation Desert Storm ended in late February with Iraq's defeat and cooperation. And on the domestic front, says that Bush, a moderate conservative, signed such important pieces of legislation as the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990 and the Clean Air Act Amendments of 1990. He made two appointments to the U.S. Supreme Court, including David Souter in 1990 and Clarence Thomas in 1991. I know most people remember Clarence Thomas. While Bush gained support among the American public for his foreign policy initiatives, his popularity at home was marked by an economic recession after promising, quote-unquote, no new taxes in his presidential campaign. He upset some by raising tax revenues in an effort to deal with the rising budget deficit. It says here that in 1992, he lost his bid for re-election to Governor Bill Clinton of Arkansas. And third-party candidate Ross Perot garnered approximately 19% of the popular vote. Wow. I'll play another patriotic song. When I come back, I'll talk about his life post-presidency and go from there. And soldier friends listening, please feel free to chime in. Uh, oh, First Lieutenant Emmy just mentioned that her mom, First Lieutenant Diane, may she rest in peace, who was my, a dear friend of mine as well, and that's her mom. Uh, she said that First Lieutenant Diane served in the military. Wow. 
under both Bush's Bush Senior and Bush Junior uh, under their presidencies. Wow. Let me find the song for y'all. Give me just a moment here. This one's called Still a Soldier by Trace Atkins. It's another song from the album. I just love it. So good. Be right back.
So I appreciate y'all tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hope you'll keep tuning in Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. Feel free to message me anytime on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC with your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests, or if you just want to say hello. And hopefully I'll be able to talk about jury duty and all that on the case and everything by next week. We'll see. Uh, but again, please keep all our military and veterans and their loved ones in your thoughts and prayers. And again, I can never say thank you enough for all you all do. And huge thanks to Santa too for stopping by and being on the show tonight on his <laughs> taking time out of his busy schedule as well as our soldier friends. And thank you, Sergeant First Class Don, hanging out in the chat room earlier. What is that? I think I hit a button. <laughs> I'm not sure. I was like, where did that noise come from? I think I hit a song button with some noise effects there. Apologize. Uh, God bless you too. First Lieutenant Emmy said, God bless. Uh, I love you, sis. I miss you. I'm so happy to hear from you. Please keep my dear sis, my dear friend, First Lieutenant Emmy, in your prayer. She's gone through 12 losses. Can you imagine seeing 12 folded flags, funerals in one month, including three of her own family members? So please keep her and all the soldiers and loved ones and your thoughts and prayers can never ever say thank you enough. So I say thank you to our military veterans times infinity. Love y'all. And I hope to hear from you next week, sis miss you and love you and keeping you. You got it. You sh- yes, ma'am. Hang them high. Sis. you yes, she says you always will always will. Uh, thank y'all again. And don't forget message me on Twitter during the week at coffee talk WC. I don't want to go cause I don't want to leave my, my dear sis. I mean, if I get to hear from her now, I have to go and I don't want to go, but I have to, cause it's going to probably log me out <laughs> time wise. Oh man. All right. Praying for you, sis. I'm praying for all of you soldiers. I'm going to say who all while you're, they're listening and eating and get your strengths up. And please know that you're never forgotten. You're always in our hearts and minds and stay strong. And hooah. I know y'all got this. So come home soon, soldiers. All right. Love and peace. This is Shell signing off.